<laughs> Coming to you live-ish from the beautiful rolling hills of the Eastern Townships. You're listening to 88.9 CJMQ. I'm your host, Matt McRae, and that means you are listening to the show. What a weekend in sports. We're just going to recap that today. All four major sports in progress on the same day. A sports unicorn, as it were. We got we have World Series action. We have NFL Week 8. We've got NHL. We've got NBA. We've got some curling action from North Bay, Ontario. Tiger wins in Japan. The Sherbrooke Phoenix are number one. The Bishops University Gators men's football team hosts a home playoff game on November the 2nd, 2 p.m. at Coulter Field. It's an exciting time to be a sports fan here in the borough of Sherbrooke. We're going to jump right into a clip of one Mr. Aaron Charles Rogers after he emerged victorious Sunday night over a Patrick Mahomes-less Kansas City Chiefs football squad. And then we're going to jump right back into our first segment of First and Ten. Mr. Rogers. So, Aaron, um, I'm a touchdown pass to Jamal Williams. Sitting up top, it looked like... You were just throwing it away over Graham's head. Is that what you were doing? Or? No, I, I, as I rolled to the right there, I saw Jimmy, and I saw somebody rapping behind him. Um, so I was actually throwing a, a ball that uh, I thought maybe Jimmy could go up and get if he wanted to, and if he didn't, the guy behind him might be able to get. Um, luckily, the guy behind him Got it. That's kind of shot, you know. I mean, there's an interception risk there, I take it, or did you feel like there was no chance for an interception? It seemed like that there wasn't anybody in the back of the end zone. Um, so I felt like it was a uh, safe throw. Jamal said that you locked eyes before, but somebody said, but you were kind of your back, how did you lock eyes? He said, before that, is he I mean, I did see him. If that's what he's talking about, I'm not sure if we locked eyes. I think it's probably a little bit of a stretch, but I did see him. Um, the wind probably helped out a little bit on that one. You're at the midway point of the season, but you've already exceeded last year's win total. What do you attribute that to? Well, we're playing a lot better. You know, last year we couldn't win a game on the road. This year we've won in. Chicago, Dallas, and Kansas City. That's three pretty tough places to play. So, you know, we're playing a lot better. I think the uh, the way we're winning is interesting. You know, Jonesy had uh, 159 receiving yards tonight. I, mean, I remember one game in New Orleans where Eddie caught a bu- couple screen passes and had about 130, but I don't remember a guy you know, run a slant and go for a 50-yard gain. And then, you know, we're over there talking on the sidelines how we want to close that game out on third and five. And the consensus was, let's throw it to Jonesy. (laughs) And we are back for a spooky edition of the show. Halloween is tomorrow night. I hope all your costumes are all ready. I've already seen some adult costume parties took place over the weekend a little early, but hey, when you got time to fit it in the schedule. So very happy Halloweening to everybody. We're going to have a very spooky theme to today's sports show, spooky music. Just some of the classics. We'll have some Michael Jackson, some Thriller. We'll have the Monster Mash. 
We'll have Ghostbusters. We're going to have all kinds of fun Halloween tunes. We've also got Dingo's Flashback Track. We'll have our Titanium Take of the Townships. Ooh, just a take so hard that you may be turning down or up or throwing your radio across the room. I don't know. I mean, if it's attached to your car, I wouldn't recommend it. But without further ado, we've got our first segment here, which is none other than First and Ten, where my producers hand me an envelope with ten of the hottest takes from sports over the weekend and all of last week, and you get my reaction off the top. So we got Zach Vanoss's evil laugh, so fitting here on a Halloween edition of the show. Hit it, Zach. <laughs> we just heard from Aaron Rodgers, Sunday Night Football, the Packers. Are they for real? Yeah, even though they beat a Pat Mahomesless Kansas City Chiefs football team, it's not the same team that they beat, but their new head coach, Matt LaFleur, and Rodgers seem to be on the same page. Offensively, they've got a run game. They're clicking. I mean, they still don't really have a big-name wide receiver, but they're putting up some big wide receiver numbers. Over 200 yards is a huge feat to do at any time in the NFL. So I'm saying the Packers are for real. Look for them to really contend. They've emerged kind of above Kansas City now, but look out for the San Francisco 49ers. They're for real. They're still undefeated. New England rolls on. We're going to hear a little bit later from Tom Brady and Bill Belichick as Belichick celebrates his 300th win as a coach, but we can't spoil one of the other first and 10 topics. I have a big exclamation asterisk ampersand. (laughs) Speaking of the NFL's quarterback injuries, Matt Ryan is now out. Cam Newton still out. Drew Brees is back from a sore thumb. This trend continues. It looks like, uh, I mean, if your name's not Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, you need a good backup. So there's not platoon situation, but some backups are starting to flourish. Danny Dimes in New York coming back to earth. Murray not really looking as hyped as he was. The the player that skipped being an Oakland second baseman to go and play for the Arizona Cardinals. So again, depth at quarterback is a real thing, especially with all the injuries. I mean, the Patriots wouldn't be the same uh, team if Brady were to go down. And who's it, Brian Hoyer? I don't even know who the backup is. I think it's Hoyer. But again, that's the reason steady Teddy Bridger out of the highest paid backup QB has been so clutch. Breeze back, kind of controversial. The Saints are going into a bye week now. Rams with a big win in London, getting back on the on the winning track. So all kinds of excitement in the NFL, but depth at QB really proving to be a real thing and something that's needed. <laughs> we talked yesterday a lot about the Habs beating the Toronto Maple Leafs at home on Saturday night hockey. Trouble in T.O. Ooh, Toronto is freaking out. Leafland freak out, freak out. Oh, yeah. A little ode to the macho man. They're already talking about their defensive squad. Jake Muzzin is contributing offensively, but... There's only so much him and Barry can do combined. They are all over the Leafs' defense, already talking about how much money they've got tied up in forward contracts with guys like Nylander, Marner, Tavares, Matthews, all locked up to huge deals. So Babcock, uh, they're paying him over, what, $6 million? They're paying him a ton to be their head coach. Trouble in Leafland, little freak out, freak out. And let's not, again, I brought it up yesterday, Hutchinson own 5 as their backup Montreal getting a lot of backup goalies. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but a lot of teams don't like to play their number one against the Habs. Hey, we'll take it, but just something to look out for. But at least we're not talking about Carey Price. Carey Price is a great goaltender. We'll get off his case. There's a lot more to talk about in Montreal other than Carey Price. (laughs) Sticking with the NHL, number four. The Outdoor Classic, seemingly a huge hit in Regina. Thoughts on that. Also, news from that game, suspension for Jets forward Adam Lowry. He's getting two games for that hit from behind in the corner during the Outdoor Classic. That's cheap. 
in the snow. The guy can't see. I, I brought this up again yesterday. More outdoor classics. I love it. Let's bring one to Sherbrooke. Let's get some uh, outdoor, an ode to the Sherbrooke Canadians. For those of you who remember going to the Sports Palace to see them way back in the day. I may be aging myself. I was a very young, young little boy at the time, but I can remember the Sherbrooke Canadians. We had the Falcons, the Sherbrooke Falcons, then the St. Francois were here. And we will talk a little bit later on, hint, hint, about the Sherbrooke Phoenix, number one team ranked in Canada. Woohoo, big things. But before that, <laughs> number five, Max Scherzer was ruled out for game five of the World Series, neck and back injuries. Astros were able to win that, winning three consecutive in Washington, going up three games to two. Again, this show is pre-recorded, so I don't know what happened in Game 6. I hope that Strasburg was able to pull it off and make it to a Game 7. And we just, just because I want to see more baseball, I've watched every game of the World Series, every game of the Astros and Yankees semifinal. It's my favorite time of the year to watch baseball. Obviously, it's so strategic. The pitcher's arms, how long you leave the starters in. But the Astros are the real deal. I mean, Washington came back to earth after winning their first two. You just can't beat a pitcher like Garrett Cole twice. He was terrific. A lot of controversy over the strike zone. So maybe some more fuel is going to be thrown on the fire for robotic umpires. We shall see. But we can all just agree that it's been an amazing baseball world series and amazing uh, baseball playoffs. And it's just fantastic when you have all four major sports going in one day. It's just, oh, what a day. What a day. <laughs> On Sunday, Matt Dunstone captures the Masters title. Pinty's Masters curling Grand Slam in North Bay. On the other side, Flurry emerged victorious on the women's side of the bracket. We're going we're gonna to hear a clip of Dunstone at the end of first and 10. I'm going to have to play this. This 24-year-old kid is the real deal. Anybody that caught him on Sportsnet over the weekend, he was wearing a vintage all-leather 1997 Labatt Briar hat was sent to him. He doesn't, he changes his hat after he loses two in a row. So he's got all kinds of people now on the internet offering him free buckets, free lids to wear, but hey, he's got to lose twice in a row, beating Brad Gushu over the weekend and uh, Flurry again winning on the women's side. Congratulations to them as that's the first event in a very busy calendar in the Pinty's Grand Slam. We'll have all kinds of great curling action going on before Christmas, so check out on Sportsnet their curling coverage when it comes to, to the events that are outside of the Nationals. Uh, they really do a great job with that. Guys like uh, Mike Harris, uh, the great Kevin Martin, the Golden Bear. So just uh, Rob Folds. There's a good Montreal boy doing some uh, doing some big boy stuff. <laughs> Speaking of big boy stuff, Tiger wins the Zozo. Zuzu. I think it's Zozo. His 82nd victory on the tour. He now ties Sam Sneed with 80 tour tour victories. We're going to hear a clip uh, again a little later on in the show with Tiger just making his final putt. He had to battle darkness, come back and play his final holes, but he was victorious. 82 victories is huge. Like he said a couple years ago when he was going through the drug issues, the back problems, he didn't know if he'd be able to swing a golf club again, and now here he is hoisting another trophy. So... Load management error. Look for Tiger to uh, to make more news and continue to be relevant. I mean, he did well in that Japanese skins game. J-Day was able to win over there, but that was more promotion just to be mic'd up, to be present, and to be on the Golf Channel. <laughs> Cleveland Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. gives cleats made of goat fur to Tom Brady. This is just spectacular. I mean, an image is worth a thousand words. There's no real audio clip of it, but at the end of the game, you see Odell Beckham Jr. bring over his own customized cleats with ODJ, uh, OBDJ, whatever his logo <laughs> says, and the cleats have goat fur. Tom Brady's the goat. The league is really uh, kind of flourishing in this. They're 8-0. Brady's laughing. He's posting Happy Halloween videos on there i mean he just at his age he's he's immortal he doesn't age the patriots their defense looks amazing belichick will talk about that 
just fantastic. Goat cleats, wear them every week. Wear them next week. Trot, trot out there in your goat cleats, Tom Brady. Yeah, I went there. Number <laughs> nine. As I talked about before, the Sherbrooke Phoenix are ranked number one in the country. So they last week they were number two. They're now number one, passing the Oshawa Generals. So Sherbrooke is 11-1-1 one, one in their first 13 games of the season. Passing the Oshawa Generals are 9-2 and two in second. Edmonton Oil Kings, 8-1-3. Prince Albert Raiders, 7-1-3 and three in fourth. Shakutami Saguenay, 8-3-1. and one. Owen Sound Attack at seven, uh, at six. Cape Breton Eagles, then number eight, Ramushki Oceanic. Number nine, Peterborough Peets. And rounding out the list at number 10 are the Charlottetown Islanders. So congratulations to the Sherbrooke Phoenix. Looking at their schedule, their next game is Halloween night. Ooh. 7 p.m. Puck drops at the Palais des Spals at the Sports Palace. They're going to be taking on Ruin Naranda. So go check it out. It's some good hockey. They're ranked number one in the country. I really hadn't seen anything other than, you know, various just social media posts of them climbing up the list. So if you want to check that out, that's at chl.ca or check out the uh, Phoenix website at hockeyphoenix.ca. You can follow them online, buy tickets online, and go and support your local team here in Sherbrooke. Number 10, <laughs> as talked about earlier as well, Billy Belichick collected his 300th win. The Patriots roll on. All seems to be well in New England. They're undefeated. Brady's happy. Wide receivers are coming around. Edelman, with his chest being questionable, had a monster game again with a couple of touchdowns. It's just, they just find new ways to embarrass quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield looked terrible. People are still talking about Sam Darnold seeing ghosts out there, catching him on the mic, just seeing Patriot defenders where, where they're not. There's all kinds of Sam Darnold ghostbuster costumes that are being busted out for this time of year. It's just not good audio. Doesn't look good on Sam Darnold. Maybe he's going into Miami uh, this next week. So that may help the Jets quarterback. Maybe instead of seeing ghosts, maybe he'll be able to see some open wide receivers. But congratulations to Bill Belichick. Obviously, he coached in Cleveland before this, and he came in 20 years ago when Tom Brady, they all they started together in that same year, and what a dynasty that they've built, just doing it the right way. Lots of controversy, Spygate, Deflategate. All that goes out the window when you see the amount of Super Bowl titles. Six of eight if the New York Giants didn't get those two. But again, congratulations to the Brady-Belichick combo. It's not going to be the same. I mean, everyone hates the Patriots fans, but I mean, that the clock is ticking. There's not much time left. Brady's house is for sale. His trainer's house is for sale. People are questioning how long it's going to last. And when one leaves, maybe the other will leave too. It's exhausting uh, just to keep up with the, the pace and the schedule and just to be relevant and winning division year after year after year. Okay, I'm a Patriots fan. Enough gushing. I'm going to close <laughs> out first and 10. We're going to jump right in with Dingo's flashback track for our first musical interlude. And it's by the guess who? It's these eyes. Yeah, because these eyes are smiling. I mean, there's four major sports going at the same time. Again, it's a very rare feat for it to be going on. But when you got World Series baseball, you got NHL, you got NBA and NFL all going on at the same time over the weekend, that's just amazing. So let's relish in it. Let's hit it with the guess who in our first musical interlude. But before that, we're going to hear from Bill Belichick and first one, Mr. Thomas Brady, the immortal one, over celebrating Belichick's 300th win as a coach and rolling on to an 8-0 record this season beating your Cleveland Browns late in the afternoon on Sunday. You're tuned into 88.9. That means you're listening to The Cube. I'm your host, Matt McRae. So what, what does that mean? That means this is the show. It's pretty amazing. Um, pretty amazing. 300 wins is uh, pretty spectacular. He's, uh, you know, best coach of all time, and it's a privilege to play for him. For as many years as I have, he's taught me uh, so much. Um, you know, on and off the field, 
Um, just been a great mentor for me. And, uh, you know, being here 20 years ago was his first year, it was my first year, and um, it's been a great journey. And, uh, you know, just proud of him, everything he's accomplished. And, uh, you know, amazing to think that he coached for another place and they didn't think he was good enough, you know. And then he comes here and uh, does a great job. So it's uh, a great celebration for him and uh, certainly hard-earned, uh, well-deserved, and uh, only better than 300 is 301. <laughs> so we'll be back at it this week. Uh, well, that was... Um... You know, again, I thought a really good effort by our team today, coming off the short week. Um, really, those guys did a really good job getting ready for the game. Um, you know, I thought we were able to start fast and uh, play with good tempo early. Um, you know, three turnovers and three plays was pretty, you know, pretty good for there for the defense. And I thought we played well in the kicking game. You know, had a couple of good field position plays, good hit on punt coverage, almost got another ball out, and you know, made some big plays offensively. Um, Couple of big pass plays uh, down the field to fill screen pass, and you know we're able to you know play from ahead in this game, which was a you know good thing. So um, you know this guy's really grounded out this week. Like I said, had a good week of preparation. Thought that we were you know well prepared for the game. You know played played a tough game. Cleveland's a very explosive team, and you know they certainly gave us some problems. Um, you know both sides of the ball, but you know in the end uh, the turnovers. Um, you know, and our opportunity, our ability to capitalize on those was really good, um, and, and kind of the difference. Really, excellent, great play by Hightower. Um, you know, coming out on the on the strip fumble, and uh, you know, Van Noy played that played that play well, and so it was again good team defense. So, uh, you know, good V eight. No, we know the Ravens been off for a couple of weeks, so they're by. I'm sure they'll be ready to go. It'll be tough next week, but good to good to get this one. I cried. 
back. Beautiful stroke when he had to have it. The lead's back to three now. I wonder if he's thinking the exact same thing right here at the par 518. Good shot. Safely on the green. Top. Tiger Woods has matched Sam Snead with 82 PGA Tour wins, the most of all time. The first ever PGA Tour event in Japan goes to Tiger Woods. <laughs> Welcome back to a spooky edition of The Show. It's the day before Halloween. We just heard from Tiger winning his 82nd tour victory, tying the great Sam Sneed. Before that, we had Dingo's flashback track with the Guess Who and these eyes, because these eyes are smiling. The Patriots are 8-0. Bill Belichick was actually in a good mood and gave a somewhat decent press conference, as we heard earlier. So we're going to keep the show rolling on. If you're looking at that time, we're getting closer to the halfway point of the hour. And that means one thing. We got to hit my music, David Guetta and Sia. It's time for your titanium take of the townships. Hit it. I'm bulletproof, nothing to lose. Far away, far away. Ricochet, you take your aim. For today's titanium take of the townships, I'm really going to age myself. What is wrong with music these days? Kanye, Res Kanye West releases an album on Friday. It's terrible. It's a gospel album. We've been waiting 36 months. He was a musical genius, the last I remembered. When I was going to school and I was a young buck roaming the hills of these eastern townships, we were listening to Kanye. I mean, we had Gold Digger. We had Jesus Walks. I mean, he came up with such brilliant lines like... He couldn't afford a car, so he named his daughter Alexis. I mean, just beautiful. It was like poetry. He gave amazing live shows. 
He was uh, he pride he took great pride in providing not only a, a concert but an experience to his fans. And now he's married to a Kardashian. He's on a reality show. He's lost his dang mind. All this Donald Trump stuff and the hat and the like. What is going on? All these these musical artists. You don't know whether it's electronic or produced or they're singing it. And then the Jonas Brothers, they're split up, they're not. There's one direction. There's all kinds of directions. Uh, I just, I know I play musical content, but if you've been listening to the show, I've been going older and older, basically, with my musical tastes and, and what I'm playing on the show, just because I can't stand new music. I mean, I love Billie Eilish. I love what she's been producing, and she's so creative and just so different, and I think that's what I dig about it. And there is a lot of good music out there. Some people, you might be screaming at your radios. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, maybe I don't. But I just know that when I'm trying to make a conscious effort to listen to new music and, and what people are releasing out there, I end up going back to the oldies. I regress older and older. And even when it comes to rap and hip-hop, I mean, maybe I'm biased. I always thought I was biased. I graduated in the year 2000. And if you look at hip-hop from the early 2000s right up until the late 2009, 2010, like that decade of music was amazing because you had the influences from the, the 90s that were coming up. Technology, sound quality was was coming together and then just just geniuses out there, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, I mean, Tupac and Biggie before they died, kind of, they took their, their style, their music, put away their feud and then it was just awesome. And now, mm, ugh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's uh, maybe this titanium take is way off. But I'm standing my I'm standing my ground. I'm bulletproof. Nothing to lose. Music today stinks. It's terrible. It's terrible. Put away the synthesizers. Learn how to play instruments again. And uh, let's just play some good old fashioned rock and roll. Hey hey hey. How's that sound? Hit my music. I'm bulletproof. Nothing to lose.
Stone in the fifth. other side of the hour now that was little ray parker jr and ghostbusters we're the day before halloween we're here wednesday october 30th thank you again for joining me here on the airwaves i'm your host matt mccray this is the show so we're gonna we're gonna keep the show rolling there so that's maddie dunstone victorious over brad gushu on the weekend and tracy flurry on the woman's side was victorious if anybody caught some of that great curling action was just a great sports weekend we're going to keep the show rolling. We're going to go and uh, and we're going to listen to one Mr. Draymond Green, who is not very happy. The Golden State Warriors, uh, I mean, it sucks. It sucks, right? 
He lost Durant. Clay's hurt. Iguodala's gone. It's bad. It's bad. They lost really bad to Oklahoma City. They lost to the Clippers before that. Mm, mm, mm. Poor Draymond. I have zero empathy for you. I have zero sympathy for you. I've got neither. Maybe, I don't know if anybody remembers him getting suspended for kicks and all kinds of swag. And he was very vocal about how they were a dynasty. And he feels very lonely now. Very, very lonely. So we're going to hear from one Mr. Draymond Green. The state of Golden State is not good. And you can hear it in his voice here. We're going to jump to that clip and just listen to a very discouraged, downtrodden, and upset Draymond Green after their loss over the weekend to the Oklahoma City Thunder. What's it been like for you? I mean, it's two games, but I know this is a new reality. Um, sucks. But... Yeah, it's just about everybody except Tim Duncan have been through it. But it sucks. Pretty bad. Did you have a feel not that you were gonna get blown out like this two trade games, but like that it was gonna be rough early? Um No, I didn't have this feeling that it would be like this. You know, you kinda figure like, you know, it's gonna be the same, but I didn't think we'd be kicked like this. It's pretty bad. What was halftime like? I think you guys were out 70, 37. Um, it was normal. You know. It wasn't like no blow-up speech or nothing, if that's what you're looking for. It wasn't that. It was just halftime. Ah, oh, ben là, il est pas content, lui. He's not happy. Not the happy camper. Draymond Green very upset. Things are not going well for the Golden State Warriors in the NBA. Kawhi Leonard, the talk of the town. Everyone hoisting the Clippers up as the kings of the West. We'll see. It's a long season. It's still very, very early, but good on them. NHL, Sidney Crosby. We've shown a lot of love to Sid the Kid Crosby. We got some Tim Hortons trading cards. It's that time of year. So I just saw a commercial over the weekend that just, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. Nathan McKinnon and Sid Crosby being uh, the newest Canadian comic duo, them driving the Zamboni. Apparently it took a ton of takes for them to film that commercial. Well, they're back, and they're with Tim Bitt's kids. And I'm not going to give away the whole commercial, but it has farting goalie pads, it has donuts, it has puppies. Some of the cutest kids on the planet. We showed the uh, Might of the Night, the Washington Capitals kid, last week. A lot of Got a lot of emails, a lot of talk about, uh, about that kid. So we're going to keep it going with the cute kids here on 88.9 and just listen to Sid Crosby and Nate McKinnon taking suggestions from young Tim Horton's Tinbits how they can make the game of hockey better. You're listening to 88.9 CJMQ, and this is The Show. So tell us, guys, how can we make hockey more fun? I think we're supposed to talk one at a time. Sidney Crosby, if you score a goal, you might get a donut. Farting goalie vibes. <laughs> Are you kidding? Ew! Puppies! Puppies on the ice. How many puppies would you like on the ice? <laughs> Alright, my turn. It's gonna be a ripper. <laughs> Thank you. 
I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. For my love notary in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to catch a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. Zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking. Oh, we're digging the sounds. He got on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the monster mash. The monster mash. And it was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It's caught on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. Wow. Out from his coffin, Drax's voice did ring. Wow. Seems he was troubled by just one thing. Wow. Wow. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, wow. Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. It's now a graveyard smash. It's now a mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool. Drax a part of the band, and my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them Boris sent you. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And do my graveyard smash? Then you can mash. You'll catch on with a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. Wow. Uh, mash. Wow. Easy, God, you impetuous young boy. was the Crypt Kidder 5 with Monster Mash. And before that, the Tim Hortons commercial, we had Sydney, Patrick Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, Nova Scotia native, a couple of good Nova Scotia boys, of course the Pittsburgh Penguins forward and uh, Colorado Avalanche all-star forwards, together there with some cute kids bringing in puppies, donuts, pinatas. Uh, Sydney Crosby, maybe if you score, you can get like a donut. So great, so cute. One of the best commercials out there. So good on... It's a great program for kids hockey. They, they they drop some stats there about how it really supports the kids and the hockey and the youth programs in Canada today, keeping the, the hockey program strong. So good on Sidney Crosby and McKinnon kind of becoming ambassadors. I'm sure Tim Hortons is paying him a ton of tin bits. But, you know, whatever. It's good. It's fantastic. We're going to keep this show rolling on Sunday, a tradition unlike 
any other occurred over the weekend. It's a two-game double set. Army-Navy Air Force from here in Lennoxville, Sherbrooke took on the North Atlee Legion in a underhand fast-pitch softball game. So we'll hit the theme music. We're going to talk a little softball here on this edition. Well, Mr. Burns had done it. The power plant had won it. With Roger Clemens clucking all the while Mike Sosha's tragic illness made us smile While Wade Boggs lay unconscious on the barroom tile We're talking softball From Maine to San Diego Talking softball Manningly and Conseco Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw Steve Sachs and his running with the law We're talking home Strong. We're talking softball from Maine to San Diego. Talking softball, Mattingly and Canseco, Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw, Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking Homer, Ozzy and the Straw. What a great tune. So this is it. You put the ball stuff away after this. If, if you're playing ball in November, you're too late. So the Army-Navy Air Force from Lennoxville, led by Mr. Kevin McIver, Mike Como, and the rest of the squad, came in against North Atlee for the second leg. Branch 242 out of North Atlee. The Legionnaires were down 3-2 after the thrilling first seven innings taking place here in Huntingville. So we hosted them. And Lennoxville was victorious. The Army-Navy won 3-0 in a rain-shortened three-inning game. Everyone got in at bats. Some slippery bats started to fly. Safety became a concern. But thank you so much for everyone who came out to play in that game. All the Lennoxville and the North Atlee, all the friends of the show, everyone who, uh, who came out to brave the bat elements. We talked about maybe moving it around, but... It's just, and then we had a fantastic uh, supper up at the Legion after watching some football with some of the greatest casseroles, one of the best suppers ever. Just so, thank you to all the ladies uh, who helped serve the supper, uh, who made all, any dish, contributed there. Thank you so much to the North Atlee Legion. Thank you to Kevin McIver and the rest of the the boys there at the Army Navy Air Force for the fans for coming out and braving the elements. Big thank you to my dad. Uh, who does a great amount of work in the organization of uh, of this event. The hardware was handed out, so McIver was able to accept the plaque on, on behalf of the Army-Navy. The MVP was the pitcher, slugger, power hitter, all-round nice guy, Mr. Jeremy Bedard. Uh, I was able to take home the Steve, Steve Cole Sportsmanship Award, adding one of my first sportsmanship awards ever to my mantle. Just an illustrious mantle, but not very many uh, sportsmanship awards on there. And the uh, posterior of a horse award put it mildly and radio clean, went to Mr. Brandon Wright, who no-showed for the North Atlee leg, and uh, who say whose organizational skills in the original founding first game of the series set was a skill uh, left to be desired. So big thank you again to one Mr. Michael Como, to everybody at the Legion, to the ladies, to the fans. If, anybody, if I'm forgetting anybody, thank you as well. Thank you to the listener. And that's it. Then we're going to wrap up talking softball today. We're going to jump back in with uh, Michael Jackson with another Halloween theme because it was a thriller. It was a thriller over the weekend. Uh, so final score of uh, six to two in a, in a real thriller. Congratulations to the Army Navy. We're going to hit a little Michael Jackson, come back after the break and wrap up the show. 
but you're listening to 88.9, your home for sports talk in the Eastern Townships.
We've had a very Halloween-themed show. So again, you've been a wonderful listener. Thank you all so much for joining me for another piping hot new second edition of the show this week. Again, you can find us Tuesday nights from 6 to 7 here on 88.9. And again, on Wednesdays from 11 to noon, there's a couple of re-airs on a Thursday and a Saturday. Be sure to check us out at uh, cjmq.fm online if there's uh, any interviews that you missed or you want to keep track of anything going on around here. But uh, with that, we're going to keep the uh, Halloween theme rolling with some more spooky tunes as we take you off to the break. So again, have a very, very happy and safe Halloween. Um, Enjoy those costumes. You're going to see lots of clowns out there, lots of it, lots of jokers, maybe some Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Who knows? And a very good luck to your Bishops University Gators men's football team who will be taking part in a home playoff game here, I think I heard it was the first time since uh, 2013, maybe, that we're, that we're playing in the playoffs, let alone at home. So a big congratulations to the seniors that are going to be playing their last game here in the Borough of Sherbrooke for Bishops. Good luck as they take on the Mount Allison Mounties. We'll see how that uh, result uh, shakes loose. And if you have a chance, go support your local team here in the Borough. Wear some purple, put on some BU. Let's try to get a lot of fans in attendance to be able to support our boys and support all the rest of the teams that are here on campus and around the borough of Sherbrooke. So I bid you a very, very happy Halloween. I'm going to close out today's show with a very spooky song. Won't spoil it for you. But have a wonderful, wonderful Halloween. Even better weekend. Enjoy all the wonderful sports out there. I've been your host, Matt McRae, and this has been The Show.
gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein. You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated late last night Werewolves of London again Perfect. Ah, who? 